if you don't have a set structure in place of really how you're showing up and marketing yourself, meaning like time management, specific times or days throughout the year that you're focusing or out throughout the week that you're focusing on something, that is also something to definitely look into, especially if you are kind of more one of those manifestor types who likes to be the visionary and who likes to think bigger, but you may have a harder challenge with the actual implementation of what it is that you're wanting to create. A structure is going to be vital for you. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host. Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. I am excited about today's podcast episode. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I actually sent an email out a little over a month ago about this, and I'm just now finally getting to be able to do it. Back in August, I think it was, I sent an email out to my email list asking them for any kind of brand growth or strategy or content creation problems or challenges that they were having because I wanted to take some of these questions and feature them on the podcast. We got like hundreds of responses back, which is always so cool. It's so cool to see you guys respond. It's so cool to hear from you, just personally hear what may be a challenge for you. And I was able to pull out quite a few really good questions that I think a lot of you do have a challenge with because I was trying to make sure that we covered everything. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys today some of these questions and my responses to them. And it is my hope that episodes like this really support you in where you are right now in your growth journey and really helping you get to the other side of whatever challenges or situations or things that may be keeping you stuck. And so if you like conversations like today between you and I, I would love to know. I would love your feedback. I have been testing some new things out with the podcast, and I just always love to know what you really feel helps and what is the most resonating for you. So after you listen to today's podcast episode, if you're like, okay, you know what? I love liked the Q&A style. I like it when Julie just kind of went in and did her thing and answered my question. Then all you have to do is just leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast or even on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. And let me know that you resonated with this type of podcast episode because I want to make sure that I do more and more of what is really hitting the mark for you and most importantly, what is really helping you and benefiting you not only in the short term, but the long term as well. So if you like today's episode, you want more of them, just let me know. You can also screenshot today's episode, tag me on Instagram at Joel Solomon and let me know there. But with that, let's get started. So before we dive into these awesome Q&As, I want to give you a little bit of a life update. I feel like this summer just flew by. It is now October when I am recording this episode and I can't believe that it's already October. My family and I had a really beautiful summer. Um, I think I mentioned in a past episode that we went to Europe this year and we took um, our 10-year-old son Camden, which was so amazing. Just the whole journey of that. If you're interested in checking it out, I still have a highlight up on my Instagram of everything we did everywhere we went. We went to Paris, France, we went to Switzerland, and then we ended in Italy. And that was so much fun. Lots and lots and lots of fun. But then we came back and it was like immediately back to school was happening. I launched the new uh, brand accelerator program, which was incredible. So many of you actually joined me for that. Um, So you're in it right now. You know what that's like. But that has been amazing. If you are interested in joining the brand accelerator and you missed us for the 2023 year, all you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash TBA and you can actually uh, put yourself on the wait list for the one that's coming out in 2024. We're actually going to be doing it earlier next year. It's going to be coming out in like February. So if you're interested in that, go to juliesolomon.net slash TBA. And then the other thing that has been happening is 
a lot of travel. <laughs> I have been go, go, go. We have had a lot of really amazing life celebrations that have been happening with a lot of our family and loved ones and just friends in our life that we wanted to make sure that we showed up for. So earlier this summer, we went to a wedding in Seattle for my dear friend, Liz Ryder. Then we went to Naples, Florida for another wedding for my other friend, Lizzie. Um, we also had a birthday party in New York City. We have just kind of been all over the place and we are about to head to Los Angeles soon. And then once that is done, I am coming home and guys, I don't know about you, but I am like ready to chill out. I am ready for the holidays. I am ready just to be home for a hot minute. I'm ready for all the fall sports to be done. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to like nest. So that is where I'm at. And that is the season that I'm in. And part of that nesting is just getting back to doing, I think a lot of times what we feel like is just that day-to-day work that is not always fun or sexy, but it really does keep me structured and it keeps me accountable. And I really need that structure and accountability in my life that I thrive on that. And so I'm, I've been longing that I've been craving that. And one is one of those ways is here with the podcast and just being able to work on my podcasting day, batching all of my episodes, doing my thing, really creating some good stuff for you all that are going to move the needle. And so I'm excited just to be here and doing that today. So with that said, we are diving into some of these incredible questions that I received about a month ago from a lot of you. And I have pulled some questions that I really feel are very common. They're questions that I see up a lot in the community through DMs or through my broadcast channel when we're kind of going back and forth and and I get to communicate with some of you that are in there. And so I wanted to bring them on the podcast today. So the first question that I am covering, this is actually from a woman named Lisa Whalen. She's a branding photographer. She has had three plus years of experience in her brand and business. And this is what Lisa said. She said, I have a problem maintaining focus regarding social media outreach. I am one of those manifestor type individuals who's great in small bursts, but not good doing the long haul. I have lots of determination and drive, but have an extremely scattered approach to marketing myself. Help. (laughs) I loved this, Lisa. I love the honesty and I just loved how common this is. I mean, so many of us have have felt that way. And where I really think that can be helpful to you or, or what really moves the needle when we get in these moments is really thinking bigger picture about how we're setting ourselves up for success. And to me, I really think that that stems from when you think about the work that you're doing and trying to really hone in on marketing yourself in an effective way, the easiest way that that I have found to do that and the way that I teach so many students of mine um, and my mastermind clients is, is through building your own personal brand. And so many people are leaning more into their personal brand now, which I just absolutely love to see. I think it's way more fun. It's way more interactive. It's way more personal, hence personal brand. And I think the thing that sometimes gets people confused or scattered is that they treat their personal brand or really they treat their content online more like a personal diary when in fact I kind of think that that more hinders your opportunity for growth and it actually makes it harder to stay focused. And what I always say is that, you know, you are not your brand just as a logo is not a brand or your website is not a brand. Really, your brand is your reputation and it is the perception that people have of what it is that you're putting out there. And as long as you have that corralled mostly to where you want it to 
to go, it allows you to feel way less scattered. I think that when the content that we're creating and really how we're putting ourselves out there, when that is not corralled where we mostly want it to be is where we start to get overwhelmed and scattered and kind of all over the place. So it's really about taking the parts of yourself, Lisa, that you want to show up online and then letting your strategy really magnify and amplify those parts of you and parts of your personal brand. And, you know, I think that where we want to kind of be mindful of, it's not like we just want to say, well, I'm just going to post everything about myself or everything about my day or everything about this or everything about that. I mean, maybe, but I, I feel like we have to really approach it in a more strategic way. And we really have to have a system and a process that we can follow. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, how can I figure out what my personal brand is? Well, if you're inside the brand accelerator right now, like we're doing all of that. So I would definitely say if you're someone who is having a problem with this and you're not inside the brand accelerator, go join the wait list so you can learn about it in 2024 when we open it up. But just for today, I want to tell you to really start off by honing in on that bigger why. Why did you even start doing this? What makes you want to pick up your phone and post something every day? Why did you want to be on social media as a way to market yourself? And from that why, then we can really distinguish what your impact is and what the bigger picture is. And then from there, and you know, I always love to ask you know, my students or my clients or creators that I work with, what are the ways that people describe you? And really, what are the ways that you describe yourself? Because again, brand equals reputation. So when you have the answers to that, and then what you're going to see is that all of those things really are your authentic self. It, it, they're all parts of your authentic personality. And so you're going to be able to use those to start expressing through your content what it is that you're wanting to share. And you're going to be able to amplify that through your strategy. So that's really the basis of building your personal brand. It's really focusing on the how you want to talk about, not necessarily just the what and not necessarily just to create content for the sake of creating content. And I think that that is really the key here. Now, the other thing that I want to talk about is with that structure piece. If you don't have a set structure in place of really how you're showing up and marketing yourself, meaning like time management, specific times or days throughout the year that you're focusing or out throughout the week that you're focusing on something, that is also something to definitely look into, especially if you are kind of more one of those manifestor types who likes to be the visionary and who likes to think bigger, but you may have a hard or challenge with the actual implementation of what it is that you're wanting to create. A structure is going to be vital for you. And so that is, I would also really focus in on that. And I actually just did um, one of the strategy sessions that I aired over this last month in September talked a lot about that. So if you go back to the first one that I aired, I can't remember the date, but it was the first um, strategy session that is really going to walk you through some great, strong time management techniques. All right, on to the next one that really called out to me. So this came from Victoria. She is a fitness studio manager from New York. And she said to me, as a fitness instructor, instructor and studio manager, my content on Instagram is divided between healthy lifestyle for women and helping fitness professionals market themselves on social. What's the right way to balance the content? And I thought this one was super good. So I'm going to be focusing in on content pillars with this one, because I think a lot of times when I'm talking about community or reach or something fun, is that what people mean by content pillars or is it something else? So simply put, I believe that we should all have content pillars. I, I teach how to build this out. I teach how to figure this out. Um, but simply the content pillars are just the topics that you talk about. 
So for example, if you are a fitness influencer or fitness instructor, instructor, your content pillars might be workout videos or healthy recipes, or maybe breakdowns of your body or muscles or certain different workouts that are going to affect certain muscles. So those are the type of topics that you would talk about. Then in each topic, you could actually brainstorm content within that pillar, and then you could have different goals for every single one of those ideas. And so if somebody wants to figure out what their pillars are and why they are important, because it's kind of like we were saying before, like you don't want to just post about anything and everything because you want to give people a sense of what they can expect by following you. You want to give, you want to have that consistency. You want to start stepping into more of a authoritative expert type of sounding board for the people that are coming to you. And so with content pillars, again, those are the topics that you want to talk about. So let's say as well with this example, not only is she in the lifestyle and the fitness space, but she's also sharing business strategy and tips, right? And so she's going to be talking about ways. So even if you're a creator and you want to talk about things that you're genuinely interested in, you know, you want to really pinpoint like, where am I mixing these two and how do they really support one another? So the business topics or the social media topics, if you will, that you are sharing with the fitness professionals about how to market themselves, Victoria, do you want to make sure that strategically those are complementing the other content that you're creating that revolves around healthy lifestyle for women. And so this is really how you want to infuse them. And I think because they're both under the greater pillar of fitness, it's really easy to do that. And so I think a lot of times too, we tend to overcomplicate things when really the people who are following us, they just love to expect things. They don't love surprises. They don't love like the bait and switch. And so if you really want to create a memorable brand that comes through consistently with repetition, then we have to give our followers some sense of expectancy. And then it's going to make it feel safe. It's going to make you feel like you're someone that can be trusted and it's going to make them keep coming back to you. And so to me, like that's really what we're going for. It's not about like, should I do one or the other or how how many of these a week should I do? It's like, you've kind of chosen your pillars here, Victoria. So how are you thinking strategically about how they complement one another, how they can really infuse that know, like, and trust, how they can make you as a brand more memorable. And most importantly, I think for you and what you do for a living is you want to be seen as an expert. You want to be seen as an authoritative figure. I believe that every industry needs an expert. I don't care if you're teaching something or if you're sewing fabric, like every industry needs an expert doing what it is that they do. And so that is also part of the content pillar strategy. And you want to make sure that the topics really align with that greater purpose. So I hope that that makes sense. And that really gives you maybe just a sense of like letting yourself off the hook and letting you kind of not have to overcomplicate it so much because um, it's not about like, well, how many pillars should I have? And am I doing this? And it, like, it's like you get to decide what all of that looks like, which you already have. But now it's just about how can you show up in a consistent and strategic way with every single content that you're creating and asking yourself with every piece of content, what is the goal of this content? What is the goal of this piece that I'm about to share? My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. On to the next question. And this one is from Sammy, who is a content creator. And she says, I've been actively working on my socials for at least five years. A year ago, I landed an ambassadorship with an with amazing brand that I love. And I've been paid for one collaboration, which I'm, of course, grateful for. But otherwise, I seem to have remained stagnant. I only grow by small bursts of 20 people at a time. And I've been hovering around 1.6K followers. I haven't been able to attract further features or collaborations otherwise, to the point that I'm even concerned I might lose my current ambassadorship. I'm focused on growth. I have the dedication and I'm still dedicated, but it's a lot of work for badly any compensation. I would love to make this a more lucrative and find further brand opportunities. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, Sammy, this is so frustrating when it happens, right? It's like we're doing all the things. We keep showing up. We're so determined. Like everything looks, quote unquote, right on paper. I would say that the majority of the time why this is happening is because creators that have this problem they start to blend in with everyone else. They haven't really honed in on what makes them unique, their differentiator, their superpower, the thing that makes them them. And I think why this is so hard is because the thing that really makes you you, you're most likely not even thinking about. <laughs> so when I say like your differentiator, your superpower, that really is also your brand. Because if brand equals reputation, what builds that reputation is what people perceive of you, is that superpower, is that thing that they think when they think of you, they think of what? And how do you even describe that? It's just really natural to you, so you may be overlooking it. But I think that what's so powerful about also working as a creator is just being a little bit more intuitive and self-aware. It really could just be, oh, you know, you do this one thing all the time, or you're always giving off this type of energy, which is not really allowing the brands to see like what makes you unique and valuable. Because you have to remember when it comes to these brands, they are thinking about one thing and one thing only. And that is ROI. What is the return on investment? If they give you $500, what are you giving back to them? And if you're not able to, to quantify that through the value in which you bring to the table, then you can't expect them to want to pay you. And it's not that you're not valuable. Of course you're valuable. You're brilliant. You have so much to bring to the table. But you yourself probably haven't honed in on exactly what that is. And you're probably not consistently showcasing that through your content and essentially through your brand. And so it's really about you getting super hyper-focused and super clear on what makes me unique and different? What do I specialize in? When people think of me as a brand, what do they think of? And if you don't have an answer to that question, that is your first key indicator that you probably need to differentiate yourself even more. You probably need to specialize even more. You probably need to niche down even more. And I think that that is something that a lot of people feel like they're doing enough of that already. But I always say like, when you think you've done it, do more of it, do more of it, do more of it. You want to be so specialized, so crystal clear, so specific and what it is that you do because no one else can be you. You are only your person that 
anyone should be able to clearly and concisely check you out within like five minutes, whether they go to your Instagram or your TikTok or your website or wherever it is, and have a very clear idea of what it is that you do, who you serve, really what what it is that you're offering to them and why they should care. And if they don't have that, if that is not happening in your world right now, you've got to get way more hyper-focused on niching down about what is your unique value proposition, what is your unique selling propositions, and what are your key differentiators. And so that, I think to me, just those little nuances really make a huge difference when it comes to your content. And it's also with the context too, right? It's also just having more awareness about, you know, realistically, if I was looking at my content right now and how, how it looks on the outside. Not to say that I haven't given it all my effort or not to say that I'm not determined enough, but on the outside looking in, if I landed on my page for the very first time today and I scrolled through all of my content, would I be clear on who I was and would I actually want to invest in my brand if I was someone else? And those answering those questions for yourself will give you some really strong indicators of what it is that you need to focus on in order to, to get to the other side of that blending in piece. It is most likely keeping you stuck. All right, on to our final question here. And this was from another content creator, More With Mo. And she said, landing paid collabs is my challenge. I often have businesses reach out, but it's for gifted collabs. And it seems like paid collabs come in waves and I wish it were more consistent. All right, so lack of consistency with paid collaborations. I first want to just talk about, before I give my answer of most of the time why creators have this issue, I want to talk about the three most popular types of brand collabs. Now, obviously, this is going to vary widely depending on factors like your niche, your audience size, your engagement rates, the specific industry that you may be in. But for the most part, the three most popular types of brand collabs, at least in today's world, it's October 2023, here is what they are. One is sponsored posts. So this is where you create content featuring the brand's product or service. And it most of the time includes either some kind of high quality video or image or other type of medium. Now, typically creators, you know, with some form of following, I have seen creators with 800 followers or more actually get paid to sponsor posts inside my course, Pitch It Perfect. I think we've even had a creator with as little as 300 followers get paid to create content. Now the compensation here could be anywhere between like a hundred bucks upwards to hundreds of thousands of dollars, but that is a really popular type of collab. Another popular type is affiliate partnerships. And that is where you are typically promoting a brand's product or service for free in order to earn commission on the back end through your affiliate link. There's typically no follower threshold for this one because, you know, the brands want you to put it out there. I will say though, accounts that focus more on consistently and are consistently sharing from an authentic place will find just more success with this. And then the third one is UGC, user-generated content. That is where you are creating content featuring the brand's product or service for them to share it on their platforms. And usually they will repost or highlight your UGC on their own channels. Now, again, there is no specific follower threshold for this. Anyone who is good at creating content can create UGC for brands and you can make a lot of really good money for actively creating and or giving them the right 
websites to promote your UGC. So with those three types in mind, if you're wanting to go from gifted to paid, the first thing that anyone I think should do is I would ask for an affiliate link because that's going to, A, it's one of the most popular types of brand collabs. And you could say to this brand, hey, do you mind giving me an affiliate link? Because I want to share this with my audience and I want to show you how good I can sell this for you. Because that's how much I believe in my platform and in my engagement with my community. Like gift it to me this one time, that is fine. But then give me an affiliate link because I want to show you with actual data what I can do. Now you as the creator, if you're afraid of doing that, I want you to ask yourself why. Because if you know that you're really good at creating content and that you're really good with your engaged community, and making this happen, this is a no-brainer. The only thing that the brand's going to see is you doing really, really good with the data on the back end. And they're going to be like, okay, you've proven yourself to us. Now we are going to happily pay you, right? A lot of times brands, again, they need to see this ROI. And so if you're someone that it's like, well, I don't get a lot of clicks on my affiliate links, or I don't really sell a lot for brands when I have you know, affiliate links, then that is your sign that you need to really, again, go back to more of the foundations of building your own personal brand first and making that really viable to the brand. I share this in my program, Pitch It Perfect. If you are someone who has this challenge, I would highly recommend you getting inside the Pitch It Perfect program. I take you through my entire social media to success blueprint that is specifically designed for creators who want to monetize and work with brands. And it's very easily just five steps that you have to master. You first have to know what your brand values are. You have to craft your elevator pitch and make sure that that is unique and authentic to you. Then we have your content strategy and plan that you have to consistently put in place. And then, of course, you have the pitches that you must write to the brands if you're going to be pitching yourself through DMs or emails or whatever your preference is. Now, of course, if you're a student of Pitch It Perfect, I give you all of the pitches, over 50 to be exact, so you don't have to waste your time writing these from scratch. I give you over 50 pitches that you can use just to kind of copy and paste. And then, of course, the fifth, the fifth step that you have to master is the negotiation strategy to make sure that you know how to do what I just told you to do. Like, how do you actually say that to a brand if you're wanting to go from gifted to paid? How do you really set it up in a way? What should those data markers be? What are those things? And so that is what leads to brand deal success. That is what leads to you no matter what type of brand collab you want, whether that's the sponsor post, the affiliate partnerships, or the UGC, or a mix of all three that I mentioned to you. Now, of course, there's a ton of other different types out there, but again, those are just the most popular ones. If you're wanting to start to consistently monetize using any of those three or all of those three, you have to have those five steps, essentially, that I just said to you, brand values, elevator pitch, content strategy and plan, writing pitches, or having them written for you so you can send them out, and the negotiation strategy to really see strong, consistent monetization when it comes to partnering with brands. Now, if you want to dive into that blueprint more, all you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash masterclass. I have a free, completely free masterclass that is available to you. Um, it was actually just very, very recently updated. So just go head to there. You can watch it anytime. It is a recorded um, training that I did that is now available to anyone anytime they want to watch it. Again, it is completely free, but I walk you through that entire blueprint. I give you um, a pitch template. If you want one of those 50 pitches that I just shared with you, I give you one of those. I give you the whole, the step-by-step -step formula to create your elevator pitch. I give you 
all of that for free. And then if you decide that you want all of the other things to make this easy and successful, you can join me inside the Pitch It Perfect program. If you're ready to just join and you want to bypass like watching the training, that's fine too. You can go to pitchitperfect.net and join Pitch It Perfect. Um, or if you want to watch the free training first, again, go to juliesolomon.net slash masterclass. But that is really what you need to do to make happen. And so for you more with Mo, it could be, again, just that lack of brand values piece and that lack of content strategy and that plan. And if you don't have that dialed in, it is going to be so much harder to see that consistent monetization coming through. And so I would highly recommend doing those things and really getting clear on, you know, what are the types of brand collabs that you want? What really makes you shine? Are you, you know, do you do really well more at sponsored posts or affiliate partnerships or UGC? Do you do really well at all three? Have you tested them to see which one really resonates not only with you, but your audience and with the brands that you're working with? So this is really about thinking bigger and not siloing yourself to just thinking about like, I need the money, I need the money, I need the money. Of course, we all need the money, but it is also about thinking bigger, about building the relationship with the brand. How are you serving them? What are you doing for them? How are you proving yourself to them as a creator? Because that is what is going to build the long-term success and brand sustainability that you are looking for. Okay, my friends, that was the rundown of the Q&A. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, there are hundreds of more questions inside that spreadsheet that we compiled. I did want to pick a few to you today to dive into. But if you like today's Q&A episode and you're like, Julie, this was so awesome. I want more of this. Please let me know. All you have to do is go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast, YouTube, rate the podcast, and then leave me a review. Let me know what you thought about the Q&A. Let me know if you want me to do more Q&A episodes. We could make this a monthly thing. We could make this a quarterly thing. Like whatever jives with you, I am good with. If you want to leave your question in the review for me to... Um, answer in a future episode. I am cool to do that. If you want to screenshot today's episode, tag me at Jules Solomon, DM me your question. I am cool to do that. Um, but I want to know what's landing for you. And I want to know if these questions specifically supported you. So please let me know. And with that, I will see you, my friends, same time, same place next week. Have a great rest of your week. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.